and we're back on Discoverer's podcast. So let's uh, get started and see how it goes. And just noticing the physical sense of that environment. And the um, the internal culture and society becoming more in the foreground, uh, along with the the regular outer society and the uh, the premise of the the podcast that there is a something built into the environment here that is trustworthy and seeing what that's like for for one and all and feeling physical responses like uh uh just relaxing and just a better good feeling also feeling some of the strained and and maintained places that didn't quite know what they were uh, maintaining And there's a a sense of the normal here is question marks, like discovery. Well, what's it like here? What is it like in in a trustworthy environment where there's plenty of resource and room? for everyone and the environment itself is is natural and not distorted by uh, by whatever and the uh Folks in the the inner society are uh, going few and letting down a little bit. And, uh, you know, a few moments of letting down and then going back on guard again. Or seeing how the the people around them are going back and their their familiar annoying stuff that they do, and then that's annoying.
and there's a wish to not do the usual things. It's like, okay, we're sick of the usual things. And we can look to the environment and what it offers and is non-verbally and see what, what effect that has. just uh, giving that a chance to happen. And um, some groups are finding that uh, more easily. And for others, it's, you know, getting self-conscious or not, not sure about this new thing or how it's supposed to work. And then they're uh, in relationship with their own self and, uh, and not... Um, not uh, getting access to the to the environment, so so the the message is: what if that could be a fact? And be equally fine as a fact, equally true. You know, and that, that one that's more in the back that wasn't getting it, it's feeling like, well, hey, I'm a I'm one of the back of the class, you know, screw-ups who doesn't get it. And the other ones in the front are getting it. And the response is, well, okay, those are two different things. What are each of those like? Freshly, you know. And it feels transgressive, actually. 
kind of like, wow, is this really something, you know, that we can do or that we want to do or, or is this a good idea? And more uh, just listening and, and watching uh, what's happening. And there's that uh, thing when you're a kid and different things are going on and you're not sure what to do and you finally just sit down just kind of take a break or you might fall on your ass and, and cry and And then others are saying, well, not sure about that, you know, we are, uh, we're adults here, right? Aren't we supposed to be beyond that type of thing? Hmm. Uh, but there's actually uh, more emotions. further in the back row. Yeah, now some, some groups are saying, you know, it is ridiculous that emotions are such an essential fact. Yet there's such a narrow way that they can, there's so little room for them. Doesn't really make sense. So, okay, what is it like to have emotions in a trustworthy, plentiful uh, place?
And one side's strategy is to uh, uh, drag feet, put it off for later. And another is to to figure out how to do it right or, or push ahead. And now it's, okay, that thing of, we don't know what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and something changed after saying that. And there's also the, um, I guess, the assumption about how others are going to respond and uh, anticipation of that. And here, that might not be the case. Place provides a an alternative to that. And we can test that. There's a, a glimpse of it anyway. one group that's uh, planning ahead for when this podcasting time ends, stuff that's uh, to be done later. So how is it when that gets equal access to this uh, ideal environment. And the others were saying, oh, you know, go away, you're screwing up what we're doing. But now it's starting to feel better to have that that outsider be uh, included. Oh, and some of them are saying, yeah, okay, 
We recognize that the, you want to be doing what you're doing, but you're also thinking ahead. I guess that's a thing. And there's a young place that is uh, like before, sad and not sure what to do. And, and kind of overwhelmed and uh, I think there's a parent or adult figure that's kind of frustrated or angry with the kid or just, you know, not sure what to do but sick of it. So uh, adding the, the trustworthiness there for both of them. And the rest of the uh, community. And they both feel the difference, the kid and the adult, being in the, the spotlight. They both enjoy it in some way. And it feels like, oh, okay, well, we have to, you know, it feels good to have attention. So, but it's also a performance. So we have to put on our best face. Then um, here there's the option of well, more of us or all of us could be known. And that would not only be allowed, but would actually make things better for the the group and the culture. And that's uh, a little disorienting. Now it's the adult that's kind of gotten dizzy and fallen to the ground. Yeah, the kid is a, a pre-
appreciating the irony of that. And there's a, a sense of many different responses that the kid could have to the adult being laid low. You know, the kid could point and laugh at them or go comfort them or, you know, you know be more mocking or just be more in like a humorous recognition or Uh, but the fact of, oh, there's lots of different ways to respond. Um, and there's the fact of just doing your own thing individually um, where you're not thinking of other people or how they see you or, or anything like that. And the other thing of when you feel that other people are seeing you. And those each getting to be facts that are true. There's another group that's watching all this and uh, is able to write a narrative kind of over it, uh, which is different than just letting it happen on its own. So the writing and inventing capacity can be a thing, as well as the, the watching it, letting it happen. And it's... Okay, well, 
two things then. This one goes here, that one goes there. The culture generally uh, likes that. And the, uh, the adult has stood up again. And the kid and the adult are both standing and acknowledging one another in a different way. It's, uh, okay, the different things that are true can be known. And that could potentially defuse the, the, the hot potato that just, you know, goes back and forth. And that, that everyone gets sick of. You know, the, the kid has oven mitts and can catch the potato and just put it on the ground. And there's a acknowledgement and a, I guess you could say celebration from the the crowd or from the culture. Uh, witnessing this. And then one group is saying, well, that's fine, but it's not like everything's over. It's not just a happy ending. And then that group is, uh, Welcome to speak.
and just uh, checking out what's going on with with them. And as that's happening, the uh, the uh, other process with the the child and the adult and in the uh, the larger group is still happening as well. And the larger fact of oh, there's many things happening at the same time is a thing and focus on just one thing at a time and also a thing. And that's getting some traction. Oh, okay. That's a real important or helpful basic, basic. And this new group is uh, kind of like creatures from the dark forest kind of thing. Or they're a little, you know, unkempt, have brambles in their hair and kind of I guess they can define themselves. kind of running around and combining themselves to make different shapes and whatever they do. And at the same time, uh, some of the crowd is saying, you know, do we have to just sit here and watch every new group, you know, for all day? You know, this is getting tedious. Or it feels like something that, that we have to do right, or it's exhausting.
you know, when there's a younger impulse of, you know, I actually don't like this. I want to go away or just, you know, there's an impulse and a physical impulse and a motion and And then there's the older place that goes, well, you know, don't act out or, or if we act out, there'll be social consequences or, may be here that each of those can uh, can be themselves and can uh, self-experience uh, anew here. Oh, and there's some recognition of that in the culture, generally. And there's some uh, effects of the forest dwellers. you know, kind of crowns of moss and, you know, twigs or things like that are being shared throughout the, the crowd. these kind of stick and moss kind of kind of people and they have their own their own kind of sensibility And one one group in the crowd goes, hey, yeah, let's clap along and be positive and welcoming. Another group is going, uh, rolling their eyes. Really don't want to do this. 
so. Oh, and then also we don't want to offend these these uh, new newcomers. And then it's all okay, but what's it like in this environment? Where things are too good to be true? What does that really feel like? We can test it out. And I think the the forest folks are saying, yeah, the only reason we can make ourselves known is because of this environment. And we're not just cute, we're also, you know, dangerous, or we have the capacity to to affect you in lots of ways. Oh, and that one's registering the, the capacity to affect one another in lots of ways. And that being a, something that's true. And uh, feeling the truth of that bodily and, and emotionally. And, and impulse-wise. Uh, as well as verbally. You know, there's the question of, you know, shit, what do we do with all this? You know, do we just sit around and have, yeah. You know, sharing groups, sharing circles, you know, forever? Or do we do things? What about society? Well, the group enjoyed that.
Yeah, so then noticing that, well, the things that would normally ruin the group or what's happening are making it better. So that's interesting. We could test that. And now there's a cacophony of everyone shouting at once. And, oh, so restraint is a thing. And being unrestrained is uh, a thing. And how is it for each of those to get to be fully, fully right, fully true, fully free? In an, in an environment where that might be possible. There's different responses like, oh, you're blowing my mind, man. Or, you know, like, hey, this is all right, maybe. Or some others, you know, kind of feeling free and dancing and But there's everyone spreading out now. It's more like a, a festival kind of feeling, like an outdoor arts festival, something like that. And a, a, a down slope in the rhythm. And the, you know, the adults kind of sitting down and setting out the the blanket and the picnic. 
and just wanting to to relax and talk and but then the kids or the dogs come and you know need attention and so there's that and the the adults wanting to do what they want to do And those things being individual things that are different. And like before, a, a range of possible responses by the kid and the dog and the adult. Oh, and room for the adult to recognize that they have impulses as well. As well as the adult capacities to, uh, to uh, restrain those impulses. And the impulses are there in real. It's the the and 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 of all the different ends that are true. And and get to continue. Right, which is different than you know, you get your turn, you get called on, you get your moment, and then, and then it's done. Everyone's moment continues. And there's just this, yeah, what's possible is um, different here in this, this environment. This uh, developmental world or paradigm world, perspective world, uh, and the other developmental worlds can also be there, be themselves, be their own, and ants. And different uh, different individuals now are having their own impulses. That that impulse thing of I'm having an impulse and I can't do anything about it. 
It's happening. And the parent's response or recognition that, you know, okay, I, it's just not possible to really recognize this impulse from the kid or from the other. The, the, the possibility and capacity just isn't there. So what effect does the environment have? <clears throat> and that's the, um, again, the adult realizing that they have impulses. And there are uh, adult versions of letting impulses be free that have their own. It's a different experience of that at different ages. Oh, and some, some, uh, some folks are recognizing that the fact of, yeah, okay, the, what's possible at my age is different than how it is for, you know, older people or people in a different group or people from a different uh, neighborhood or and you know I'd like to experience what those other people have access to And uh, those facts being said, having an effect on the culture. There's a 
few different things happening, so just giving them all a chance. There's a, a larger sense of a big, you know, a big powerful figure that could come in and, you know, ruin the, ruin the picnic at any time. So there was a, a general recognition that the specter of that big, big figure uh, is something that, that affects everyone in an ongoing way. That, that big, big person has arrived and striding towards everyone. There's the simple fact of, oh, well, this one is a lot bigger than the rest of us. So the effect of that being true. And other things can continue while the, the large person is here. The, the thing of recognizing different ages and different backgrounds. what what free impulse is like for each of those so there's the fact of that and then how um, different folks are used to making sense of that um, emotionally and 
narratively and uh, physically how that affects, you know, posture and uh, how they are with their body and... You know, what role they have socially and and I think that's a recognition too. There's a way that you do that individually and a way that it's done for you, you know, without your you know, without having a choice. And some groups are, you know, more okay with that or just kind of, yeah. But then others are using that as leverage or saying, you know, this truth means something or this truth causes harm or we're going to use it to harm you or Or this is something we have over you. You seem like counterculture types. So they're making themselves known. And there's a, a whole revolutionary cohort So, uh, seeing what it's like when they can be freely communicative and themselves and, uh, here in this, this environment. And a lot of different 
impossible things to do. There could be a group rush to take everything over. Or more just their own version of a of a celebration gathering. A little more anarchic or, you know, freak flag kind of a, kind of a vibe. Or, you know, getting busy starting mutual aid groups and uh, on the ground solidarity kind of a approach and wanting to uh, kind of welcome and enlighten the normies or just drive them away or And uh, pushing back actually against really including the environment. You know, the environment is, you know, diminishes our, our uniqueness. It waters everything down. It makes it seem like it's giving us choice, but it isn't really. Well, we... We are naming that. And also a thing of the rest of the culture doesn't get to do this. This is our thing. You know, we made this, we discovered it, we deserve it. You don't get to just come and join. So, uh, possibly some of the facts that are in there. 
Buddha surface. That uh, people can discover and form groups that discover, develop something that's unique. And within the group is its own culture, and there's something unique about that that they want to preserve. And guard against it being co-opted. Or misinterpreted. So the truth and validity of all of that. Feels like it's being more known as it's said. And there's some sadness with that or an acknowledgement that, oh, well, it's different when this is known. And then there's a lot of ways that that could be interpreted or, or different uh, different things you could do. And there's a group that's saying, okay, these discoveries are having an effect, but, uh, you know, we're still going to stand our ground as a group with a point of view. And we're not sure if we want to join, you know, you all, the larger culture. And that's being registered and 
having an effect in the, the culture at large. Yeah, and more and more groups and people, you know, on the fringes are uh, becoming known or that's having an effect for them. And it feels like like a real dignity and and a truthfulness and and presence within this group. And uh, I think we're going to have to leave it there due to uh, uh, time constraints. Uh, but that's continuing to uh, to continue now. Uh, the normie culture is registering this and One end wants to, you know, get on board, and another end is has some pushback from. Or a question of, okay, well, does this mean that our group is now going to be, you know, diminished or annihilated or, you know, put on trial or what does this mean? Looking to the environment. And yeah, it's that, um, 
okay, the normie group is still the group, and uh, the different groups are going to be known to each other and, and get to know each other in some way. So, uh, can do a more parallel thing, they each have their own space, or they can be more uh, relational, or uh, there's a, there is a difference in the, the kind of the, the balance of power, balance of real estate. Um, in the culture, so so that feels different at, at the beginning, and uh, yeah, I think we'll leave it there. Uh, so uh, thanks for uh, being here on uh, Discover's podcast, and we will see you again soon. All right, take care.